0: Welcome to the Movie Wala podcast. It's our last episode, and we are finishing it
1: with. Dil
0: and the movie released in 1997 and uh, it's directed by Yash Chopra produced by Yash Chopra and Aditya Chopra and it stars Shah Rukh Khan, Madhuri and Karishma Kapoor and a special appearance by Akshay Kumar The Prime Minister of India in 1997 was I.K. Gujarat
1: This is a story about again, three people no, actually four people for a change this is like a double triangle quadrangle this is a quadrangle no, it's not a quadrangle. It's a double triangle. Like there are three sets of people and then there are three sets of people, right? It's not like four people love each other. Yeah, okay. So this is a story about two sets of friends who fall in love with... uh Instead of falling in love with each other, they fall in love with another person. And uh this is just an emotional ride they take us on. Um There aren't any big hiccups. It's just... Good old Yash Chopra love story movie with songs and locations and dances. (laughs) That's what I got for introduction. (laughs) Alright, so after Rangila, this was the second most movie that i was excited about i think the reason being because they were both from the 90s and i had like you know i had come into my senses enough to remember everything i know exactly what was happening so i feel like these are from my times right these movies are from my times i know everything about that guys <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> 90s will always be special to us oh, even a crappy movie i think it will just have some Some sense of nostalgia. Not to say that this was crappy, but... I actually liked it. Again, let's start with the opening credits. I loved the opening credits. When I watched it, I was just thinking that this could be my go-to video when I'm feeling low or something, right? Because it's just so beautifully shot. I almost I had forgotten the opening credits of Dil To Can you believe that? And when I watched it, it, made me so happy. I just had a big smile. What an amazing idea. The
1: creative, whoever came up with this concept of just having couples sit and just taking... And such unusual couples, right? From across the country, people, couples, they could... I, I'm assuming they were people who worked on the movie or were some way related to uh, Yash Chopra or this movie. But even if not... They were all real people doing real things. I loved everything everybody was wearing. It felt so 90s. I was just looking at people's clothes and expressions. I could almost smell
0: the 90s (laughs) when I was looking at their clothes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And there were people like there were couples who were, uh, you know, you'd feel like, oh, they would not be this uh, physical with each other. But they were and there were couples who looked very modern, but they were a little more like prude about it. So you would, I was just noticing these like different nuances of people's and I have always done that. Like whenever this
0: comes I'm this is what I'm looking at. And also like the younger, especially the younger urban couples, right? I was looking at them and I was like, I remember them, they would be, obviously they they were a little older to us, but I can see them as, you know, didis and bhaiyas in our neighborhood who would be like that, you know, the clothes they wore and their body language and everything was like, oh my God, it's so adorable. You know, now that you say, I think the generation
1: before us, the didis and the bhaiyas that we used to see, I actually think they were the True cool people of the new age India. Not even us. Not even our generation. The generation above us who we used to look at, look upon. Like, you know, they must be in 12th standard or maybe first year college. And we are looking at them with our aspirations. Like, yeah. now that I'm looking back, I think they were still the coolest people. Uh, the people afterwards,
0: before us, even our generation. Afterwards, I think we're kind of wannabes. Before us, we're the coolest. And we, I don't know where we fit in. But definitely the generation before us, we have to give it to them. They, yeah, we are the Spice Girls generation. They just paved the way for us. And we just followed.
1: Did you notice there was Siddharth Tuck and
0: his wife in this? yes. I wrote it down because you know I was like, "Othan, oh, we we have to talk about it because we met, we spoke about them in art and we yeah. saw them again, the same couple." Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god!" And also, you know what I've written down after the opening credits, I've written down it made me smile all the time. And the people in the video, I have written, I would just love to meet them, meet those people again, and do like a Humans of New York style, but Humans of India, obviously, and just. Catch up on them and see what they are and how they came into the video. You know, like the story behind it. I would just love to do a book just on them. If you think about it, this is Humans of uh, India. Like before
1: Humans of New York and Humans of Bombay and all of this came about, this is actually the meta version of that. Like what else is that? And you can actually kind of see glimpses of their stories just in that Mm. five seconds of their you know, clip. Moving on with the uh, story. Okay, I love the pavale okay? And I still love it. And I, in the popular culture, I've seen a lot of like these BuzzFeed articles and uh, random woke people being woke about it. You know, like, oh... So she lived in this la-la land and how did this happen? Yes, of course, there are a lot of logistics which if I go into, yes. How how was he outside her house while making a phone call? Of course, that's bizarre. How are they always like shopping at the same place? Of course,
0: that's bizarre. How is it that their dance studios are right opposite each other? Of course. I mean, this is a movie, guys. And how come in a noisy India, you can just hear this one person's whistle? Of course, it's crazy. (laughs) Of course, it's crazy. But... I when I go to watch a
1: movie, I go because I want to be entertained and I want to go on the storytellers ride of whatever story he or she wants to tell. And if they can convincingly get my attention, I'm ready to stop thinking about the logistics. And that's what I did. And maybe today's generation or maybe people with, you know, all the knowledge that they have today cannot do that anymore. But I miss that innocence. I'm very glad that at one point I was innocent enough to believe in this and believe in this cinema. And, you know, I'm not saying that I was on board with what this stupid girl was dreaming. I was always on the Karishma side of the story. But we'll get to that later. But I was still on board with the movie.
0: Yeah, I don't get these people who are like, Oh my God, Dildu Palalai was such a... Yeah, then don't watch it. Please don't do BuzzFeed articles. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, do you want to start with fashion? Yes. You know, when this movie came out, um I think one thing everyone started wearing was these kind of chiffon salvars, which is a little transparent yeah. on the tummy <laughs> and even yeah. the, you know, sleeves. So that was so, so, so in. I don't know. It was just one of those fashion statements, I think. It's kind
1: of slipping, right? Because if you cut the clothing right here, I mean, I th- this is my analysis. I think they were trying to make Madhuri look as slimming as Karishma was. You know, so when you put two of them together, not that Madhuri is not, you know, anything is wrong with Madhuri. But I think they were trying to balance their proportions on television um, when you see it on the screen. Uh, and this kind of was the most flattering way to kind of, you know, make it look even pretty and sexy, but also make it slimming. And they gave them two different wardrobes that she likes wearing Indian and this one likes wearing Western. But it wasn't like crazy stark Western versus like total Benji Indian. It was still like 20. Modern Indian clothes. Yeah. I, for one, loved Karishma's wardrobe, man. I was Mm. like... You can still wear them actually, right? Because it's not right, And she carried it off so beautifully, like... Boy, her body was looking
0: amazing. She still looks amazing, actually. She still looks amazing,
1: yeah. In this movie, she was looking exceptional. like how Yashopra does for his actresses. They always look exceptionally good in his mm. movies. I
0: don't know how he does it. It's just
1: his eyes. That's why they say beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder.
0: Yes, see, yeah, that is you true. <laughs> We've cracked it. <laughs> We've cracked it <laughs> with Yash Chopra movies. <laughs> and also I uh, you know in terms of fashion, yeah, it because it's Yash Chopra, all the dream sequences, they she always wears white. So he didn't push too much of white. But in all these dreamy sequences, he she was wearing white.
1: I would probably differ there. I think it is uh, Raj Kapoor who really liked white. I remember I said like Yash Chopra took pages from Raj Kapoor's uh, Sangam. And but what Yash Chopra you'll notice is in all his movies, his actresses are wearing solid colors. They don't wear prints, and they wear a whole lot of chiffon 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 satin silk whichever like that flowing fabric uh but he you you'll see all colors you'll see like even if you think about lamhe chandani she is wearing blacks and blues and yellow he, a lot of his actresses wear this lemon yellow sunflower yellow hmm. but uh i my observation is that his actresses are always in solids you'll see they're all ah. in just one color there are no prints, there are no like mix and match of fabrics. Uh and they're usually either in like a one single kameez or they are in one sari. That's it. Like a plain sari. Right,
0: right. Yeah, that is what I think. Oh. I have I haven't noticed um the solids, but now that I'm kind of like trying to look back. Even here, Madhuri wears a lot of solids. Solid salvage. It's always like, if you, I mean,
1: barring the Western clothes, because in Western clothes, you can see like people like Marsh, she's wearing, even then she's wearing solids as much as possible. There might be like little stripes here and there. But you'll, I mean, I would love to be proven wrong, but I don't think he's put his actresses in very many prints ever. Majority of his actresses are always in solids. Um, Yeah. But yeah, but he likes colors. I think he likes bright colors. You'll see a lot of blues and yellows and and when someone is sad or upset when he tries to bring in anger or any kind of, then he puts them in black. Because I remember that's what he did with uh, Shidevi and Chandni and Lame and that's what he did even here when they're having a face-off dance. They both are in black. So I feel like that's how he portrays like anger and sadness is black emotions. And when there is like beauty and colors, then there's like all either, uh, pastels. Like if you remember the Dholna song, Madhuri is in all shades of pastels. And happiness is yellow for him. Like when someone's really happy, <laughs> it's like yellow. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: All right, so yeah, fashion. I think everybody's fashion was amazing except Shahrukh. Oh my god, like I if I had drums I would drum roll it.
0: It was Karan Johar. Karan Johar dressed him. Oh, how do you know that? Really? It's in the credits. Oh my god. No wonder. He looked atrocious. I didn't like his clothes. Yeah. And you know, I wouldn't even say like, oh, this is what the,
1: they wore in those times because nobody wore that. I was like, who wears that? Nobody wore that. Yeah. He put <laughs> him in these like five sizes big suits, first of all, which, okay, a lot of of these guys wore at that time. But these body fitted, DK Why did he do that?
0: He did that with Kuch Kuch Hodei too, right? He made him wear these tight yeah. uh I don't know what that is. Oh, gosh.
1: And now with all his like being trying to be a fashion icon, he should be like, Shah Rukh should go back and tell him like, dude, you put me in the shittiest of clothes and now you've become a fashion icon. Yeah. So
0: the women are amazing. But Shah Rukh, oh, no. Oh,
1: not at all. All right. Moving on to music. <laughs> Again, I think it's just such a like, uh, between Rangila and this, like I, I feel like I have the same notes because I was like, Fashion, iconic. Music, iconic. (laughs) Like, you know, and things that actually, uh, choreography, iconic. Yes, yes. We have to
0: talk about choreography for sure.
1: Yeah. And for both of these movies, I feel like, you know, same things happen. Like, they pushed the envelope further. They pushed the envelope further. So, music, again, I feel, this is like, this is again something I think I mentioned in Silsala that I feel... Uh, Yash Chopra movies, no matter who has given the music, mm. you can actually sense there is a tera, mm. there is a melody, you know, different people have given music, but there is always this one sense of calming, calm, calming sense. And uh, again, I'm repeating myself because I said this in Silsila as well. His songs are hummable. They're all songs which people can, you know, hold a tune you don't need big a-laps and you don't need to be like a really good singer to do them and I felt the same I was like I know the
0: different person has given the music but you can actually hear Yash Chopra yeah see for me the thing is if I like something I just get squealy and excited and I have no words I'm done <laughs> so songs I don't even know how to describe it I love all the songs and especially the rain song <laughs> that is one of my favorite songs. it just makes me happy and it's a fun rain song yeah. with all the kids and everything so it's just cute I can't pick one. I have
1: so many. I feel I feel the same way. Like I feel oh you know I'll be like okay as soon as Bholi Si Surat will come I'm like oh this is my favorite song. And then it's like Koi Ladki, I'm like oh this is my favorite song. <laughs> and then it's like Dil toh paak. I'm like okay this is my favorite song. And I'm like okay I give up. Clearly, I like all, like, how you said, like, I all the songs are so good and they're so hummable.
0: I mean, why would I pick one over the other when I can actually enjoy them all? Yeah. <laughs> Speechless. I don't have any words to even describe how great the songs are. I'm just done.
1: <laughs> I, but I have
0: to say, like, uh, you know, Shah Rukh has
1: really got the most seductive romantic songs. Like, you know. The one from Suraj Matham. That one is like, oh, the ultimate romantic song. And then I feel, but I really like Dholna from this one as well. I like, mm hmm, took a that, How does this guy get the
0: Best songs, I was like, yes. Yeah. And also Shah Rukh, like, especially all when I was watching this movie, I'm like, no wonder he's called the king of romance because he just has this chemistry with people. <laughs> like, no one else does. I know Amir Khan is a good actor and he obviously, he, he's so good that, you know, he can enact having a chemistry with anyone. But Shah there's a reason why he's the king of romance. He does. I mean, if you actually think about it, he's always playing a douchebag, right?
1: I was just looking... I'm mean, like, why is he always so angry in every movie? Like, he's just this grumpy friend. He's very good to his girlfriends, but to his friends, he's going to be a like a number one asshole. But then, he'll turn around and he'll win you over with his charm. Exactly. <laughs> he just switches it on and off like that. He does. Because you're continuously like, you know, even kuch kuch hota hai or... You know, even in the earlier Kabigushi Kabigam, when younger Rukh, when he wants to be mean to the girl, he's just like so mean and he says like such horrible things and he's like, Tum ladki ho, ye, tumko she, this, that, bullshit. But then that's it. He'll tune in the charm and he'll be like, Yeah, now we are on the frequency of Sharuk. <laughs>
0: and then you'd be like and for those three four minutes you are like oh my god what is this guy (laughs) i noticed that but we'll talk about it when we talk about the scenes but yeah like throughout the movie that is one thing i was noticing even with his ugly clothes (laughs) if he can turn on that charm (laughs) imagine yeah and his eyebrows what was up with his eyebrows i've noticed like he does not uh, do that eyebrows thing
1: anymore like you know earlier his like the crinkled one yeah, the crinkle one, but that doesn't happen anymore. Like now, his eyebrows don't crinkle like that. I was like earlier, they had this really snake-like <laughs> waves going. That's true. All right,
0: but uh, what what did you like this movie when you watched it earlier? Like, yeah, I've always loved this movie. So I I'm not a cynic, but I'm not like Nicholas Sparks kind of person who will watch those silly movies like. Whatever movies that he makes, you know, that they remake of his book. So I'm not that mushy either. But I, I feel like Hindi movies are like the sweet spot for me. Especially these movies that I love, where it's not too mushy mushy for me. But it's not too, you know, devoid of any romance, right? So it just, so it just makes me all mushy when I watch these movies. I don't know how to explain. I don't get mushy when I watch the notebook. I'm like, oh god, so cheesy, right? But when I watch these movies, I'm like, yes. i love love i know yeah so that's what it does these movies do to me and this movie does that for me so well even now back then also and even now yeah i feel like that about songs as well i think
1: maybe for me i don't know i can't say for you but language and the you know Cultural connection plays an important role because I'm not able to connect with those stories. Like, I can appreciate them and I can be like, yeah, I mean, I enjoy watching all kinds of movies. I watch a lot of English movies. Like, I love My Best Friend's Wedding. It's one of my most favorite movies. But there is nothing I can relate with, right? There is not a single instant that is out of my
0: life. So I, I know exactly what you're saying. Let me tell you this. It's like having food. I love food and I can eat. I, I love eating a lot of food from different countries and actually love it. And I have favorites too, you know, like from different countries. But when, you know, I think you'll understand. But when you come home and <laughs> eat Indian food, right? It just, I keep telling my husband, I'm like, it just touches my soul literally touches my yeah. soul you know that doesn't mean that i don't appreciate other foods but it just nice. does something i can it it has that it has no words i think to explain that feeling that is exactly what we feel when we watch movies i feel you know we love hollywood movies we love watching movies from other countries we love it love it we cry we laugh but when you turn on dil to pagal hai for example and you watch it and you listen to the songs it just does something to your soul i
1: uh, absolutely agree there is some like connection which you feel which
0: goes back to you know your uh, growing up years or where or what happened it's like your body your senses know that you know you're watching this
1: Like, just, this is a good example, right? Like, we both are recording this after work. And when we started, we were so tired. I was half asleep. <laughs> you were, like, all dead. And we are like, okay, let's start. And look at us now. It's like, as if just
0: talking about movies has revived me. Absolutely. And I bet, right after recording, we're just going to, like, crash on the bed. And we're like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I just want to sleep. I know, and I'm going on talking with so much like, yeah, let's talk about Amir and Shah
1: Rukh and this and that. And yeah, it just makes me come alive. But that does not happen. Like if you ask me, I love Avengers, but do I want to talk about it? No, <laughs> I'm okay. I don't need to discuss it. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Bye. But yeah, like there are things that I've already spoken about, but I can re-discuss them. I'm like, yeah, you want to talk about this movie again? Let's do it.
0: <laughs> yes so going back to your question you know did you still like the movie yes these are the emotions that both of us feel for the movie and it's still true <laughs>
1: i really really enjoyed it it's again i have like again a similar anecdote attached to this as i had for Ringila. so this came out in october and 1997 and i had just uh, given my pre-boards uh, so, you know, right before this, I had given my pre boats and right after my pre boats uh, there was a cousin's wedding we had to go for and the wedding was falling, right? Like, I think it was on a Friday. Oh no, it was on a Thursday and the Friday the movie was releasing or something crazy like that. And I was more worried that if we go for this wedding, how am I going to watch the movie? I-, I swear, my whole life has always revolved around the releasing of movies. And I was so worried. I was like, first of all, I have exams. (laughs) And then the exams get over. And I'm like actually talking to my mom. And my mom, you know, she never, she couldn't care less for all of these dramatics of mine. (laughs) And I was like, but mama, how will I watch this movie? (laughs) And... So this is where my manipulation comes in, in terms of like getting my way. I had done that with Rangila as well. Like I got all my family members on board so that once they all were on board, my mom will have to budge in and let me go for the movie. And same, like I actually remember that the wedding gets done and the next day there are some functions and I make them all wrap it up and we actually, it was in another town. So I didn't have much knowledge and say about it. But I remember taking all my cousins and all my aunts and uncles to watch Dil To Pagal Hai. And wow. I made them get the tickets. So this is how crazy I was and I still am. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes have
0: to question my priorities.
1: That <laughs> is it's wrong all with
0: good. Me? That is why we have this podcast to validate our our screwed up priorities. <laughs>
1: screwed up, super screwed up. But yeah, moving on to acting. We know Karishma Kapoor uh, won all the awards mm. as well as national award. Uh, everybody else got all the film fair, but Karishma is the only one who got the national award for this. And what is funny is that like tens and every actress refused this yes. role. Like first it went to Manisha Koirala. She didn't want to do it. Then it went to Juhi Chawla. She didn't want to be after being the lead in Dash. She didn't want to play the second lead in this. Then uh, he went to Karishma and Karishma also said no. Then he went to Kajol. Kajol said, no way am I doing this. Then he went to R- Ravina Tandon. She said no. Then he went to Shilpa Shetty. She said no. Then he went to Urmila. They even did shooting for one day and then Urmila walked out. Oh, I do not know that. Okay. And then he went back to Karishma and then Karishma agreed. And the funny crossover is that... Karishma Kapoor was supposed to do Judai with Sri Devi. You know, that Judai movie. She, I don't know whether she walked out of it to do this or something didn't work out. So she left Judai to do this.
0: And then Urmila went into did ah, Judai. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. But I know, uh, I know this fact that there were a lot of actresses approached for this role and nobody wanted to take it. And, you know, it, it went to Karishma.
1: I am rightfully so, right? The movie is about dancing. And you're dancing against Madhuri Dixit. Like, and again, playing a second fiddle as well.
0: And you don't get the guy.
1: Yeah. yeah. So why would you do it? But then she walked away with all the awards.
0: Yeah, and I can't see anyone else now but Karishma.
1: Oh, I'm so happy she did it. She did such a good job. I was totally rooting for her. And I figured it out, right? Like, after Sagar, after Rangila, after and now this, I realized, like, I'm always rooting for the friends. I want the long-term friends to be together. And I don't like this third person who comes in and be like, No!
0: i'm going to come in and take you but uh, yeah you're right but in this case i felt like karishma was too way too cool for Shah Rukh. Sha, not Shah Rukh, but sharukh's character <laughs> i was like karishma stop it do not cry you deserve somebody so much better <laughs> because she was such a cool cool girl yeah
1: but i i know but there was like it's not like india has a lot of cool guys right so you'll just have to go with the most decent one <laughs> Cool guys in India is like questionable to a really great high degree. So yeah, but I was I'm always rooting for the friends, and I actually wanted uh, Marjorie to be with Akshay Kumar also, not just over here. I felt they had such a good rapport; they really understood each other. Their friendship was amazing. And I was like, and then the stupid Sharuk comes around whistling,
0: <laughs> and then like, and then she's gone. Sharuk's role in the nineties was always that, right? You know, he would always be in love with the girl who's already engaged or who's already seen someone. He was always in that role. And then he would just swoop her with his charm, and poor the other guy had to kind of give up in front of him. (laughs) Even the best looking guys had to give up. They had 90s Salman had to give up. (laughs) I know. But he must be like,
1: Salman must be like, but not in real life, dude. (laughs) Not in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So the role of uh, Devane Varma, you know, uncle Madhri Dixit's uncle, was actually offered to Anupam Kher, but he couldn't do it. So then Devin Varma did it, which again I'm glad because Anupam Kher has already done so many of these roles, and it was good to see Devin Varma for a change.
0: And I really liked Aruna Irani's role as well for some reason, which was first given to heba Mali. Interesting even she refused it ah but i thought it was it, it was a short role but then she just owned it and you know i i really liked their uh, short trip to khandala to meet her and you know the conversations that happened yeah. around that yeah i really really loved it yeah i thought um, oh my god Armay rani is really good she's one of those actresses who are underrated yeah and apparently Shah Rukh's role was
1: first given to amir but he refused it because he didn't like the story <laughs> Even for Dar, Amir was asked for Dar, and he again didn't like the story. So clearly, he didn't like Jash Chopra's stories. Like,
0: I don't know what kind of love stories you make. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that. He said, "What is this? How can somebody fall in love with whistle?" <laughs> exactly, because '90s Sharuk was all about energy, right? Because that is how he captured everyone's hearts. So you can see, like, little bits of it, like. One is when uh, he is, when the cakes uh, get mixed up, you know, when the order gets mixed mixed up and he gives it to, uh, he comes to Madhuri's house to give it to uh, the uncle. And then when he goes, he kind of jumps over the chair. You know, I was like, oh my God, that's so Shah Rukh. You know, you see the early 90s energetic Shah Rukh. That everyone... He's done that in DDLJ as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God, and this is 97, right? Because that is towards, like, you know, when Shah Rukh was turning into Shah Rukh Khan. Like, oh, he still has that boyish charm about him. <laughs> yeah, I felt that
1: even when, you know, when they're at the wedding and he's eating rubbery And he's, like, sitting there and he's like, machab, tumne, did, did, did. Like, you know, that he doesn't, like, he doesn't really do it as exaggeratedly as people make it. But he did do it in the 90s. He's like, uh, you know, That is such a sharok way of doing it. And he's like,
0: Like, you know, always like, Taking 10 seconds to arrive to the word. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw like snippets of it and I was like, wow. And also speaking of scenes, Speaking of chemistry. When I said turning it on and turning it off like that. Remember the scene where the friend, one of their common friends, they're getting married. And, you know, he gives a toast and they all go away and there's nobody there. And Madhuri walks back and she's lost her bangles. And Shah Rukh has it. So it's just very playful because, you know, he has it with and she's like, you know, give it to me. And he just turns it on. He's like, all pass, all pass. I was like, oh, my God, that is the most iconic.
1: <laughs> Seriously. How does he turn it on like that? It's just two
0: minutes. He just turns it on and then it's gone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. And right after that is that Dholna song, which like totally takes you into that romance dive. Yeah, that dude, man, he, I mean, you want to hate him because there is nothing that he's saying or doing that I'm on board with. Right, right. But it is purely for his own personal, like that, you know, that energy that he exudes that you're like, oh, but I can't, like, I want to, but I can't. And he doesn't do anything, like, and having said that, but I do want to give props to the writing Mm -hmm. because I really liked how Karishma's character was written Mm -hmm. and how Karishma was portrayed. You know, it was, again, one of those new age women and, you know, they didn't fall to the tropes of... And I liked how their friendship was shown. Like, when she's drunk, you know, how he takes care of her, he takes her back... And even when he starts getting interested in Madhuri, but, you know, she's not well, he doesn't just forget her. He still goes and, like, takes dinner for her, sits with, talks with her. Like, he, he, uh, and even in that uh, Rain uh, song, which we both like, Koi ladki hai, hasti. So in between, they, you know, they go and they kind of include her into that song. Like, they haven't, like, completely forgotten her. So I liked that they, the friendship wasn't just like left very conveniently. Ke, you know, this is like, we just needed this uh, conflict. But now we are just going to focus on the love story. And that's, that, again, wasn't done before. Earlier, you
0: know, the friend is always like left behind and never thought of again. Yeah. And also, the, you know, she decides to move, go to London for a few weeks. And then, you know, she come, comes to the studio and she says bye to everyone. She says bye to Madhuri. And then Sharu comes and takes her because he's going to drop her, right? Even that, you know, it shows that, you know, she's still his friend. So even though he's in love with Madhuri, he's not going to leave her. He's going to drop her off at the airport. Drop her off. yeah.
1: Yeah, and when she does come back and she sees them and she realizes that he's in love. Oh my God, after the whole scene, it broke my heart. Just And she did such a good job. And I think that's what got her the national award. And even the fact that, you know... Shah Rukh realizes that she's realized it, you know, because she doesn't talk to him and she's like, okay, I have to go. And then she goes and talks to her. That just shows the sensitivity, right? Like, I was like, oh, God, I want this friend. At least as a friend, I want this person in my life. Yeah, but that was that was a
0: heartbreaking scene.
1: Yeah. So I felt like Chopra totally did justice to Karishma Kapoor. Because he is known to not do justice. Because in the past, like, you know, Sunny Deol's role was going to be something else. But eventually it became Shah Rukh's movie in Dar. And he does, like, you know, change things around. And even, I think, um, in Akshay Kumar's case. Uh, and Akshay's role was also, like, it's, uh, Amir was offered Akshay's role. I, I think I missed, I said uh, Shah Rukh's, yeah. So, Amir and Salman and, uh, Jackie Shroff and, uh, Saif Ali Khan, a bunch of people were ah. offered and nobody took that role. Uh, when this movie had come out, Akshay was going through a bad phase and he'd had a bunch of flops. So, his market value wasn't that good. So, the, you know, the financers and everybody had told that don't include him in the promotions because right now he's not the good property. So apparently Yash Chopra never paid Akshay Kumar for this movie. He thought that Akshay should just be grateful that he's been given a Yash Chopra movie because he's going through a bad time. So this will elevate his brand image. And that's why Akshay never worked with Yash Raj films again until he did
0: Tashin. Oh, oh, that's a solid trivia. I had, I had no idea.
1: So yeah, so he, but he is known to like kind of like, you know, not give people their due and taking money and, but Yashraj in general also is known for that kind of behavior. Like, you know, they, they really try to squeeze the money out of you and get the most they can. So that's why all of these khans now have like these, you know, profit sharing and all of that because they're like enough with your nonsense. <laughs> but yeah, so I felt like they did a, they did justice to those characters though. Like I was completely on board with Karishma Kapoor, Akshay Kumar. I mean, again, na- naturally people, one of the reasons people are going to pick on it is like because he calls Madhuri Moti. So they're going to be like, oh, body shaming and this and
0: that. And I'm like, guys, this was 90s. And not just 90s, but I think even now with all the wokeness and everything, I think when you're like really best friends with people, you don't, when you say Moti, you don't mean you're fat. You know, it's just a exactly yeah it's for a third person when you're looking at it you're like oh my god how can how dare he calls him moti but it's between have them. you been watching comic-stan the season two yes so she addresses
1: this right she says in one of her shri jai is like oh you know when you're really close you just call them whatever it's just an endearing term <laughs> you have to judge it by who's saying it in what context But there were certain things which uh, we mentioned in the, I said earlier, like, you know, the phone booth being right outside of the house, the whistle being, you know, you being able to hear it in the traffic and everywhere. But I was on board with all of that,
0: right? Yeah, I'm totally on board with everything. Because like you were saying, you know, when you get into a movie, you know you're watching Chopra, So you just put aside everything, right? But there was one funny thing. I still... Th- Me too. <laughs> no, I have to say. It. Okay, you first. He's okay, no. Let's see if
1: it is both of us are saying the same thing. Okay? So mine is <laughs> when she's saying Valentine's Day comes on Puran Mashi. <laughs> okay? <laughs>
0: I was like, okay, this takes the freaking cake. I was going to fact check with you because you're North Indian. I was like, oh my God, did I not know about this? Is it a thing? (laughs) No, this is not a thing.
1: I was like, this is a special Valentine because it is coming on Puran
0: Vashi, like What the hell? Talk about making it stretch a bit too far. That's hilarious. My thing is not as funny as yours. Mine is just, I found it so funny because sometimes you, you're sitting and watching a movie and then something is so funny that you just laugh at your own thing, right? So the thing was, you know, the introduction of Madhuri, she's just running on these hills. Like she's running yeah. in slow motion in this white sari. It's like Switzerland, obviously, or something, right? She's just running yeah. and running and running. And then cut to the next scene. She's at the hole at in, in the house, and the aunt is asking, "Where were you?" So she says, "I was just in the garden. I was, <laughs> I was in the backyard. I was like, what kind of backyard? Where is this? <laughs> These are like <laughs> Alps or something." <laughs> that was yeah for some reason i was watching it alone and i was laughing i was cracking up so much no i totally get it in
1: fact there was another thing which i was just wondering uh this wasn't funny it was just amusing to me i was like okay there's this girl she's an orphan this really nice couple has brought her up and all she does is goes to the farmer's market goes for dance classes then dreams and listens to some really classical music and that's it. That's all she does. <laughs> what kind of
0: a wonderful life is this? I want this life. Why didn't anybody adopt me and give me this life? And then Sharukh is offering her a job of this, you know, to play this role of an actor and she's breaking down in two seconds and she's like, I don't I don't want to do this. (laughs) I was like, wow, (laughs) what kind of a rich Indian privilege is that?
1: (laughs) Okay, the privilege was dripping left, right and center, right? But the only person who was owning the privilege was Karishma Kapoor. I thought her privilege was on point. She you know, yes, there are rich people are they supposed to feel sorry now that they
0: can't be like rich anymore? But she wasn't a douchebag. She was a nice person. She knew what she wanted. She was pursuing her passion, which was dance. And she was working hard for it. So even like when back in the day when I watched, I was never uh, a Madhuri.
1: Like I was not after the Madhuri character. I was like, how do I get Nisha's life without
0: heartbreak? I was like Madhuri only because of Shah Rukh's chemistry, okay? As a teenager, I was like, oh my god. I want a Shahrukh in my life. (laughs) I want that Kim. But I
1: think at one point, like how you said, like she deserves better, right? So now I'll just go with that logic. Absolutely. And I'll be like, okay. But my other point was like, okay, she's rich, clearly. Her parents are allowing her to pursue her fashion. Fashion Fashion as well as passion. And she's a great dancer, Mm -hmm. which I always wanted to be and I'm not. And then her parents don't even live with her. She lives by herself in this amazing house. I'm like, How do I sign up? Where do I sign up to get that life, please?
0: (laughs) Yeah. That is the ultimate life. So she's not just, you know, living in India with her parents' money that her parents are sending her from abroad. No, (laughs) she's working for it.
1: (laughs) I mean, and whatever privilege she has, she has it. Like... You know, she's not misusing her privilege. Let's say that. I mean, she's a wonderful person, right? And I think she did a great job. Like, Madhuri acted really well. I was completely on board with her emotions. I felt she did justice to this innocent, like, bringing innocence to the character, but still having gravitas. And good job. Like, I was on board with everything. Good job, good job, good job. It's just the character itself. Some places I felt
0: like was punctured. And I was like... Uh, but, but in one of one place, I, I thought it was, it was done really well when she actually decides to get married to Akshay Kumar, right? And then she has this conversation with a friend who says that, hey, I thought you wanted to fall in love and get married, what happened to that? And then, you know, and the friend says that, okay, this is reality, I'm glad that you've accepted it. And Madhuri doesn't feel like a victim. Like she doesn't feel victimized by it. She owns her choice, right? You know, that scene, do you remember that? Right. I thought it was done really well. Yeah, where yeah, She kind of owns it and she says, yeah. And she's not like, you know, this sad person who's sacrificing anything. She says, yeah, I've made my choice and I'm okay with it. So I thought that was well done. They didn't make her feel like, you know, she was sacrificing something to kind of say yes to action. Did
1: you feel that that dialogue was a reminiscent of the one from Silsala where they said like, you know, how we spoke about that Janabachan and uh, Rekha were also talking that... Uh, Indian society may lover or husband ka ek hota. Now that you've mentioned yeah kind of like that. Kind of a similar like a, just a different take on that same emotion yeah I I actually didn't have a favorite scene so to say I loved all of their friendships. I felt like Madhuri and Akshay's friendship and then Karishma and... I like their friendships and that's why I felt like they actually could have been couples by themselves and then there
0: need not be any heartbreak. Yeah. And remember the tagline, someone somewhere is made for you. That was so everywhere, right? When this movie came out, remember? <laughs> everywhere. In notebooks. Everywhere. But yeah, I think the biggest takeaway from this movie was Shahbuk Dhamer.
1: Because before that, mm. we had not seen this kind of choreography, this kind of dancing. So, yes, fashion, all of that was amazing. But I think the person who gained the most out of this movie was Shama Dower and India got that 90s dancing. was kind of
0: like a breakthrough for a lot of people. For fashion, it was Manish Malhotra from Rangila and uh, for music, it was Yair Rahman from the South, right? And yeah, in terms of uh, choreography, I think 90s, it was all about him. Yeah, and the, this... This
1: movie even got Shamak uh a national award for choreography. And then after that, I think a national, like, uh, after this, his
0: dance studios just opened up across the country. Yeah, and the background dances looked very different from what we had seen before.
1: And in their leotards and that kind of clothing. And even the steps, I actually uh, really liked the choreography. And I felt, okay, again, another thing I wanted to mention was that You know, everybody was scared of taking on this role because they felt Madhuri will overshadow them.
0: But I think Karishma actually did a great job. For sure. Completely agree because I know with Madhuri, anyone who dances next to her, you are not even looking at that other person, right? That happened to me with Das. You know, with Ash, she's a good dancer too. But when Madhuri and when they have this dance... I'm not even looking at Ash at all. I'm just looking at her because Madhuri does that. But in this uh, movie, you're right. I was looking at both of them equally, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. Maybe I
1: can't say today, they're like, she has worked with Prabhudeva where he did, she did, Madhuri did break dance and that was good. But naturally her, she, she excels in classical dancing a bit more than Western dancing. So I think. Contemporary dancing. So that kind of gave them an equal footing, so to say. So it just gave
0: her an edge. It was like an equalizer.
1: Yeah. All right. So we both clearly loved this movie and it was a great way to end our season, I think. This is an ultimate 90s love triangle, right? Right. All right. So on that note, we are done with our series, guys. I hope you enjoyed all our picks. We would love to hear your feedback. And if you haven't already, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps other people with common interests find us. And in the meantime, you can stay in touch with us on social media on Twitter at MovieWalaPod and on Instagram at podcast. We'll be back soon. Bye.
0: Bye.